0: What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? Welcome in. What's the spread? We are off and running in December. The calendar is turning. 2020 is almost over. We're We're so close. So close. 2021 right around the corner. The weather is changing Uh, championship Saturday is so close. You know, in a normal college football season, championship Saturday would be this Saturday. We would already be there. I mean, I, that's what I associate December with is, you know, championship games. Yep. Big 10 championship, SEC championship. It's one of the best days of the year. We got to wait a few more weeks for that because we got a couple more weeks here to play out. Uh, but man, there are, there is a lot to talk about here with the rankings.
1: There's a lot to talk about and a lot to be excited about. Yeah. I I, agree. uh, Looking at the initial rankings from uh, college football playoffs, looking at our rankings, it made me really want to talk to you about a couple things because there's so much confusion for me probably like six through ten where it's just sure, like my yeah. mind just goes in different different directions because at some points I use criteria for some teams that doesn't apply to other teams and I'm like, right. am I being unfair? So. When you know
0: when you're using a subjective process like the college football playoff committee is, you know it's not the computers anymore. It's not, yeah. it's not the BCS anymore. Uh, this for me was was the toughest uh, top ten to choose from because now we're starting to see, uh, at least for me, I'm starting to get some two loss teams, you know, ahead of undefeated teams, and there's a lot to be said about that. Yeah. Um, there's there's a lot that goes into that. There's a lot of confusion with Ohio State right now, whether or not they're going to play enough games to uh, even. Uh, qualify for the Big Ten Championship. We've got uh, teams that their season is winding down and they're ready for the playoff. Um, but there's still a lot to figure out. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, let me hear your 10 through 6 and we'll talk it out.
1: Okay, so coming at number 10, BYU 9-0. and For me, it was tough to leave them out of the top 10. Um, I think they've done enough. They've destroyed the opponents they've played and they're undefeated. Okay. And no. my number 9... Oh, um, excuse me.
0: You better watch them out.
1: <laughs> I, saw the, I saw the Ohio State and the, <laughs> Iowa State. Iowa State. Okay. Iowa State, I wanted to rank them higher. I mean, they have multiple ranked wins. Their losses are against ranked teams, um, but they are where they are on my schedule. They are on my rankings. At number eight, Cincinnati. I, I don't have Cincinnati as high as everyone else because why are we going to punish teams like Indiana for not having good quality ranked wins? But, and Indiana lost one game to the yeah. number three, four team in the country. And Indiana is winning
0: the games on their schedule just like Cincinnati. Yes. But they're winning it in a tougher conference. Yes. And there's not as much of a chance to lose yep. uh, when you play in the American as
1: there is in the Big Ten. I think this is the, the grossest thing that the critics, the fans, are saying is, I, I don't have Indiana ranked, but why are you rewarding Cincinnati for beating lesser opponents, well, aren't you saying that that's what you're doing right now? No, I'm saying I can't have Cincinnati any higher than eight. I don't think they will ever go higher than eight. The committee has them what seven? Yeah, yeah. I and, think eight he... is their ceiling. I had seven as my ceiling before, right? But then I had to knock them down because if I'm going to be a a college ranker, if I'm going to rank the playoffs, I have to use the same criteria for every single team, and I dem- I docked Indiana. Why am I why is Cincinnati get to get any higher than eight? Hey, I,
0: I can't fault you for having them in the top ten. A lot of people do have them in the top ten. Like Eight's we said. My max. Yeah, and that's fine. The committee has them at seven. I just can't, no matter how dominant BYU and Cincinnati have looked, I just can't justify putting them ahead of any power five teams right now. I who has Cincinnati even played? Who have they I beaten? Yeah. I mean, nobody. Nobody even close in the top 25. Tulsa is the other American team in the top 25, and they haven't played yet. Yes. I mean, I, it, it's just it's so difficult for me. In a year like this, um, Cincinnati has looked good. They've looked dominant. But who are they playing? Who are they beating? I just feel like the committee this year is giving way more... Uh, credence to the American Conference than they have ever before. Exactly. Even having Cincinnati as high as number
1: seven. And I like you saying that because when I think about what you're saying, having Cincinnati... Okay, my Cincinnati eight guys is a ceiling. Like, they can't go like higher than that. Saying you're saying you're never putting them higher I than I cannot. Eight. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Why? You have Coastal Carolina, who I think has played liked opponents, if not better. They have more ranked Agreed. wins Agreed. than Cincinnati. So why right. is Coastal way, exactly. way so low? Um,
0: why are we... Uh, we were having this conversation a couple weeks ago. Yes. Why are we saying that Coastal Carolina's undefeated record in the Sun Belt yes. is any less impressive than Cincinnati's undefeated record in the American Athletic Conference when it's been proven this year that the Sun Belt's very competitive? Yes. There's it, a lot of good teams in that conference. a
1: ranked win against a conference opponent. Right. Name one Louisiana is
0: in the CFP Top yes. 25 right now. Coastal Carolina is in the Top 25 right now. The Sun Belt and the American Athletic Conference have the same amount of ranked teams yes. in the committee's eyes. We're not talking about the AP poll. In the committee's eyes... That tells me that we're now comparing those conferences, yes. which is fair. I've always been a part of the uh, side that thinks that the American is that middle tier conference, yep. and I still believe that. But when we're looking at this year, I think that Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina have very comparable. Marshall's undefeated. I'm yeah. just I'm just so sick
1: Martial of too. We're we're rewarding Cincinnati, and this is a legitimate argument that people have been saying that Cincinnati deserves a playoff spot. Well, what about Coastal Carolina? What about, Marshall? what about Marshall? Look at, USC is undefeated.
0: Yeah. And why are we even talking about... Washington is s- undefeated. Right. Why are we talking about Cincinnati earning a playoff spot when there's still so many good teams at the yes. top who haven't lost yet? Yeah. So, for those of you who say, let's get Cincinnati in the playoff, who are you putting them ahead of... You're putting them like ahead of Ohio State? Ohio State's season isn't over yet. It, it, we still have a shot uh, to play the minimum amount of games. But you're going to put Cincinnati over Ohio State? Why? Just because Cincinnati's played more games? Yeah, it's Are stupid. you really going to tell me that Cincinnati would be favored in a matchup against Ohio State? No, they would be a Who's 20 plus be dog. In that game? They would be
1: a 20 plus dog.
0: Who's going to be favored in the Cincinnati versus Alabama game?
1: That's a 35 you know, point Cincinnati dog. Cincinnati versus Notre Dame. That's a 20 that's point, a 20 dog. point yeah. dog. So so what are we talking about here guys? It, 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 I'm so it, it's gotten to me to the point so much where I have to literally log out of Twitter because I just can't in like people are justifying it. They're like they deserve a top 4 sure. ranking and I it I'm sorry, we got a little tangent there. Yeah. Well, here, what what the
0: CFP committee is telling me these days is they use a very similar criteria that I use. And I'll get into that here, is that I, I do take past seasons yes. and program stability into account when I do my rankings. Yep. I think the committee is proving that they are doing the same thing. Yes. They are rewarding Cincinnati for the strength of their program, but why weren't they rewarding UCF yeah. on their two-year undefeated run? Maybe it's because UCF did so much, you know, for the American Athletic Conference, yeah, that they maybe you know Cincinnati opened the scene. eyes of right. everyone else, yeah. So anyway, all
1: right, let's move on to My number bad. seven. Number seven, Miami, seven and one. I mean, you win the games in your schedule. Yeah, ACC is looking stronger and stronger yeah. each week. Um, number six, I have the Florida Gators.
0: Okay, that's your
1: ten through six. Yes. I I think
0: that hasn't changed for you, right? You still got Florida behind AM? Yes, I would assume. All right, um, so we'll go ahead and move over to mine. As I said, and it, this is tough for me. For Cincinnati and BYU, I will say this. I don't think I can put a three-loss Power 5 team ahead of a Cincinnati or a BYU. No. So, if um, if Georgia or if Iowa State were to lose another game against an unranked team, yes. then they're eliminated in my eyes. Yes. But here's why I have Iowa State at 10 and why I have Georgia at 9. Hit because me. originally, when I saw that Georgia was in the top 10 last week, I was really upset. And last week, I was. Because there were enough one-loss teams. Yeah. Ahead of them, that deserved a spot in the top 10. We had Oregon lose. We had Northwestern lose. Now I don't know what to make of the Pac-12. I don't think there's any team even close in the Pac-12 that could compete with any of my teams in the top 10 outside of Iowa State. Because I'm not not impressed with the Big 12 either. However, I am going to award Iowa State for how well that they're playing right now. And I think that they are the, in in my opinion, I think that they are the second best two-loss team. As you mentioned, their losses are to a ranked Louisiana team and a ranked Oklahoma State. Yep. And they have impressive wins. Yes. They're, uh, I believe they're in first place in the Big 12. They right? Are. So they are on track to win the Big 12. Impressive. You deserve a top 10 spot. Here's why I have Georgia at nine, and here's why I can agree with the committee having Georgia in the top 10. Guys, their losses were against Florida and Alabama. Yes. And if we're going to say that Florida and Alabama right now are top five teams, and Georgia has looked pretty good outside Georgia. Of those two losses, yep. and they're playing in the toughest conference in the country. Why shouldn't they be in the top
1: ten? Yeah, but, they were. They were borderline top ten team for me. So, so it wasn't like I the, threw them out,
0: right? And I was curious, just kind of like where you had them. Where my where problem 11, with Georgia 12. is
1: is the same. I use the same criteria as, as the committee, but I, I have my heart. I have a hard time gripping when they're not playing well. They played well early, but they stopped playing good football. So to me, it kind of just like I've liked how they've looked with JT Daniels uh, recently. They're not
0: playing good teams. But but here but here's the thing. You know, I still have Indiana embedded in my top ten. Yes. Their wins aren't against ranked teams either. But what they're doing is they're they're competing in the Big Ten and they're winning week in and week out. Um so you know, I I see that for Georgia too. They they don't have the wins. Yeah. But those two losses. Listen, if Cincinnati or BYU played Georgia's schedule, they would, they would, have, would have two losses, losses minimum.
1: Yes. Right? Yes. Minimum. Hands down.
0: If not three or four. Hands down. So that's 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 how I'm basing it off of, and and people argue for Cincinnati BYU. We we have to talk about this year, and that's fine. But I'm still comparing schedules this year. Yes, no, no, totally fair. Uh, so anyway, I I just feel like because I was so against Georgia in the top ten, and now I I have them in my top ten. uh I had to justify that. Okay. Number eight, I've got Miami. I'm still liking Miami. I like that. As you said, they're still finding ways to win. Yeah. They've got a great quarterback in De'Aaron King that gives them a chance to win against any ACC opponent, maybe outside of Clemson. Yes. Uh, they just had that really bad showing against Clemson, but everybody has a bad showing against Clemson. Yes. Miami is a one-loss team and a competitive ACC that continues to find ways to win. Number seven, I have Texas A&M. Number six, I have Indiana. I still have Indiana ranked ahead of Texas A&M. Pennix... Going down for the season is bad for Indiana. That
1: sucks. It hurts. It sucks. Um, it, it's
0: it, it's not looking good for them. Uh, but I'm not going to take them outside of my top ten just because they lost Penix. I want to see how they will So, what was your Saturday?
1: criteria of ranking Indiana over Texas A and M?
0: Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I've had Indiana ranked over Texas A and M since we started our rankings. Okay. So I'm not going to move Indiana. No, that's fair. You know what I'm saying? No, no, like, that's fair. That's fair. Originally, I I have Indiana ahead of Texas A and M. That has not moved for me, so I'm not going to change that. No, now. no, that you don't um, have. To. I
1: I didn't change anything. Just leapfrog somebody sure. out of nowhere. Yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, yeah, so
1: so so that's my 10 through six. So let's go ahead and get into the top five. Go ahead. Top five. I have the Texas A and M Aggies. Even outside of that lackluster performance against LSU, yeah. they're still it's theirs to lose. That top five spot, if they lose a game or Florida wins the SEC championship, I think it's the only way they they get ousted from that spot. Number four, Clemson Tigers. And okay. I don't agree with the committee dropping Ohio State to four. What do you drop them for? I mean, Ohio State's still undefeated. Number three, Ohio State. Okay. Um, Notre Dame at number two. And number one, Alabama Crimson Tide. So I,
0: I'm very curious. So you have Ohio State over Clemson where not a lot of people have that. It's, it's
1: hard for me because you talk about last year, you talk about initial rankings. What has Clemson done to honestly jump Ohio State after they lost? You know what I mean? Because Ohio State hasn't lost a game. They well, haven't mean, played four games. Right. You looked good against a top 10. I mean, you looked bad against a top 10 team, but right. bad, you it's, won the yeah, game. won the game. So, for me, Clemson <laughs> has a loss. And, and it's... It's one of those gross things that had Oregon been a preseason top five team, mm-hmm. like this before their loss. Yeah. You know, it have been a different story when we were talking about, do we have Oregon ranked this high? But you haven't lost. You're sitting at where I thought you would be
0: sitting. All right. Uh, I do want to get into that conversation. So let me go ahead and break down my top five. I've got Florida at five. I still feel like that Florida is exactly where they should be at five, ahead of Texas A&M and ahead of Indiana. Um, number four, I have Notre Dame. So I don't have Notre Dame ahead of Clemson or Ohio State. I dropped Ohio State to three, but that's mostly because I'm angry at the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Punishment. I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. I <laughs> uh, I'm over it. I it, it's unbelievable this week in and week out how we're. It, it's so stressful because now we're one you know cancellation away from having our entire season in jeopardy. Yeah, and it's already in jeopardy because we missed two games. Yep. Um, I've got Clemson at number two, and I thought about that. I'm very mad at the Big Ten. Uh, But also with Clemson, they just look like a different team with Trevor Lawrence.
1: They are a different team with Trevor Lawrence. They just do. And they are.
0: And, you know, I. More than just what he does on the field, he's a leader. Exactly. That's what's so powerful about him. And I want to reward Notre Dame for that, for, for their win against Clemson. It was a good win, but it's just not the same when Clemson was without Trevor Lawrence because of a COVID issue. I think Clemson is by far the better team over Notre Dame. And I think that right now, I haven't seen enough from Ohio State. Only four games. We've had two games canceled that I, I, I'm fine having Clemson ahead of them. And, of course, I got Bama at number one. I think that right now, Bama is head and shoulders above the rest of the country. And I think that with Trevor Lawrence, if if, if, if Trevor Lawrence never was uh, out of games, I think Clemson would be in that conversation. Yeah. I think Clemson would have been that dominant, just as dominant as Alabama. And yes. I think right now, it's Bama, and it's Clemson, and it's everybody else. In,
1: in, in every year, this is about the time where... We'll say like a couple weeks ago, you see the the defenses starting to tighten up for sure. Alabama for Clemson, yep. and they start to take their they start to get into that that groove. Yeah, and uh, and
0: and as you said, I'm I'm glad that you have Ohio State embedded in your top four. I think that they haven't given us any indication yeah. that they're not a top four team, that they're not a top four program, um, and that they don't deserve a spot in the top four right now. But it's another conversation to have. If we start to see more cancellations with Ohio State, yes. if they can't play the minimum amount of games to qualify for the Big Ten Championship, what happens then? That's a conversation that I w- that I hope we don't have. Yeah. Um, but as it stands right now, uh they're 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 still eligible, they're still in contention, and they're
1: looking like they're gonna play Saturday. All right. So anything else that we wanted to say there? No, I am excited to uh, break down some of the college football games. All
0: right, let's get into it, man. A game that I thought or that no one thought we would have. Yeah. But here we go. College game day. It was supposed to be Liberty, which I was yep, excited about too. i was excited too. But we got number thirteen BYU and number eighteen Coastal Carolina. I mean, six months ago, if I would have told you that, <laughs> what year would we have been in? Uh, whoa, I have like, no idea. What is this? Who? What is? What, what is? There's coastal? flying cars. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, BYU ten point favorites here on the road. Uh, I'll go ahead and start both teams seven one and one against the spread. Yeah. So who? So who do you go with? It's it's a quarterback battle for me. It's Grayson McCall, Zach Wilson, both having great seasons. Yes. Zach Wilson is getting the Heisman hype, probably because it's BYU and it's a bigger brand. Yep, But uh, Grayson McCall has played really well too. Uh, Coastal has looked really competitive in the Sun Belt. And honestly, Brad, I think Coastal's had a tougher schedule than BYU. I think so as well. I like Coastal Carolina here, plus 10 at home. It's a lot of points for me. If, if this was anywhere in the 7 or 8 range, I'd, I'd probably lean towards BYU. But I'll take the points with
1: Coastal here. So I'm going to layer this bet. I'm on BYU no matter what. Okay. This is how I'm going to bet this game. I've already locked in BYU minus ten. Coastal will get the majority of the action. Probably. So the line will drop down to about seven and a half. I think is our our floor. It was eight on our floor. I'm going to take BYU again for more. Reason being, this will be a double digit victory for BYU. What do we know about? What do we know about Coastal Carolina? They are dominant. They are a top 10 run team in the country. They rush for about 220 run yards per game, throw for about 225. What do we know about BYU? They are a good run defensive team. They are top 10. They only allow 88 rushing yards per game. And I think th- too. BYU two. BYU has played some good running teams and some okay. run dominant teams. That's where enough for me to to start getting the nod. So then I think it's going to start to even out. Okay. So then I have to start looking at look at games where uh, Coastal played like a, a tough defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, Appalachian State they scored thirty five points in Appalachian State, right? That's the most misleading game ever because what we had a seventy five yard uh, pass for a touchdown, we had a sixty five yard run for a touchdown, and then we had the garbage points at the end. I think that Coastal Carolina will get to that twenty ish point range, the twenty four point range, like they d- did against. App State. But also in the App State game, Coastal Carolina was benefited with good field position by Zach Thomas throwing three picks. I don't think Wilson's going to throw the same amount of picks. Good thing for BYU is they only allow 4 point, I don't have the top number off my head, 4.86 yards per play, which is light years better than any opponent Coastal Carolina's played. Normally averages an average somewhere of like 6.5 yards per play. I think BYU is going to limit the plays. It's going to be somewhere like a 45, 28, to maybe 30 victory it's going to be high scoring yeah. and what's this going to show you and this is not a knock on Coastal at all I think Chadwell has built this program these what two years oh it's insane in. what he's done in, in, in this amount of time but I think that there are times when Grayson McCall has looked young I haven't said that about Wilson and it's going to be a scoring match let's consider it this is a crappy analogy because I, I was going to use Alabama as an analogy, but that's too much. Let's consider it two very good offenses. Yeah, One defense a little bit better than the other. They're just going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, but there's going to be a time where um McCall's going to have to make the throws and – He's not going to be able to. It's not a knock on him because I think he's a great quarterback. But I'm taking Wilson to make those throws the big times. To, to, this is going to be close all game. I mean, listen. I am
0: we're going to pull away. It's it's going to come down to how McCall plays and if he can keep up with Zach Wilson. He's, I'm so excited for this game. Yeah, he's got 20 touchdowns, only one interception. Uh, he's got another five rushing touchdowns. I I, I just feel like, and, and he's almost the leading rusher on the team. I, I think he's like just under 500 yards. Yeah, right? I think their leading back has like, eight, like 800 yards. Coastal spreads the ball around very well on their offense as far as who's getting the ball, who's, yep. who's running the ball. I think they have three guys, including McCall, that are 500 or above. I think McCall is just under. Anyway, um, that 45-30-ish that range, I can see, but I'm banking that uh, McCall can make the throws. 45-35 or 38-28. Before
1: we uh, depart from this game, yeah, sure. that's the question I want to ask. Who benefits Please. more from the win?
0: Yeah, you know, I, I, I saw that you asked that question on Twitter. And my answer is nobody, nobody. This doesn't matter. (laughs) This game, (laughs) this game literally doesn't matter. But I'll tell you, for college football fans, it's a dream come true. It's a beauty because this is what should be happening every year. Yeah, is that these these teams should be finding ways to play each other? They should
1: bracket in even in short notice for a short notice. They should.
0: I mean, if you're, why are we not doing this? Yeah. And also, why are we? if, If you're a group of five program, besides getting a check. From like an Ohio State or an Oklahoma and going to play them. Uh, why are you scheduling your non-conference games so far in advance? Yeah, it should be. You know, the group of five should be working together to, to schedule be. these games closer to so that you know who you're playing. Yes, and you get this, and you get, and you get a,
1: a buildup of we win right. this game. I mean, We're gonna- Brad,
0: like every year we could have Appalachian State playing, you know, BYU. Yeah, we could have Marshall playing Coastal. We yes, could, we could have we could have UCF. You know, yeah. playing. Appalachian State. Yeah. You, you can have these games every year because the Power Five I- I is going to make their money. They're they're going to do their schedules in advance. Yes. But with the Group of Five, why not see who who you can actually match up against and get some marquee games? I saw uh, another comment on Twitter that, you know, love to see, you know, teams that are guys that, that can get things done. It's cool that they made this game yes. happen. Um, and I think that the rest of the conference, or uh, I'm sorry, the, the
1: rest of the country and the group of five can learn from this. I think so too. I, I, I want to go back to my question. I don't think this helps anyone. No. Because especially in the minds, BYU, if BYU dominates Coastal Carolina, they say, well, it's Coastal Carolina. Right. Coastal Carolina is not sniffing the playoff. So they, they beat BYU. And they're like, Doesn't congrats. Matter. Top yeah. 15. Yeah. Welcome. Congrats. Uh, the only thing that
0: would have helped BYU or Coastal Carolina is beating an Ohio State or a Clemson yep. or an Alabama. Yep. Honestly, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Uh, schedule Power Five teams, yeah. and unfortunately, in this year, you know, obviously, we can't really be doing that with with the short notice. Um, but these two programs can yeah, because they have that flexibility this year. Um, another comment I wanted to make about the game, real quick, is that game day is going to be there, and you know, again, it just would love to have Coastal given that, or I would love for them to have that opportunity to experience a game day. It's unfair. Um, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, there's gonna be no fans in the sands. It, it, it was gonna. It, it's a huge game, top twenty five matchup. For a program that probably never thought they were going to see a football game like this. Yes. And now all of a sudden, game day's on the way.
1: At least they get a limited amount of fans in the stands. Thank God. Yeah,
0: which is fine. But you know what I mean. I know what so you mean. So stop I, stop I, saying that. Because <laughs> you've been saying that every year. You're like, hey, there's no, it's not the same. It, it's, to me, it's like there's nothing. There's yeah. nobody there. No one. It's empty. Uh, speaking of, the Rose Bowl just announced they're not having any fans this year. So I, I'm assuming that the Sugar Bowl is going to fall behind and we're not going to have anybody at the playoff games.
1: Well, chill. The South is going to have fans. All right. Yeah. It's we'll the see. South.
0: All right, we'll see if the playoff uh, if the SEC, wants to make sure that they have if the, whole SEC the same is rules. Fans, yeah. they're
1: allowing fans. Yeah, well. um, that's all I'm saying. Okay, so <laughs> that's our next game. What's we, next? We have number ten Indiana taking on number eighteen Wisconsin. Moving along, Wisconsin a bit. is a fourteen point favorite. Yes, I'm gonna go ahead and be quick with this. I'm taking Indiana even without Michael Penix Jr. Indiana six zero against the spread, four zero against the spread. Their last four is under deck. We know there's no Michael Penix Jr. We know that Jack Tuttle is coming in as a four star. Four-star, sophomore quarterback. But listen, Vegas set this line with the news of Pennix. This is no surprise. They knew that 14 looks attractive to betters. We got to take Wisconsin. Wisconsin turns the ball over way too much for Indiana not to score points.
0: Wisconsin scored seven points against Northwestern a couple weeks ago. And Indiana's defense has looked good all year. They looked really impressive in the Maryland game.
1: Really, yes. Um,
0: They... I mean, outside the Ohio, but but even the Ohio State game, their defense played well enough to keep them in the game. Yeah. Listen, guys, just because Penix is out, uh, doesn't mean you count Indiana out automatically. I'm Correct. taking Indiana plus 14 here as well. I think Indiana can win the game. Uh, yes, I think they're a total. I think they can up. absolutely win the game. Uh, Jack Tuttle is 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 a competent backup. He's a former Elite 11 uh, QB, he, uh, four star QB, and he's not like he's not a service backup. Like right. he's a quarterback. Exactly. Uh, Tom Allen's been recruiting, guys. Yeah. Uh, it's not. Just guys like Penix. It's not, I'm not glad just the guys the we've same been seeing. Yes, yeah, we are. Uh, hundred percent. And honestly, Wisconsin's only played three games. I don't know what version of Wisconsin that I'm going to get. Yeah. And with fourteen, the line opened at ten. That was with Penix. I get four more points just because Penix isn't playing. Yes. I I'm, I'm, I'm taking. And also, uh, Indiana. They're six zero against the spread this year. You so have
1: to I bet right the team that's yeah, right until it's done. Well we got we got one loss against the spread when we rode Washington State to glory. Right. All right. Up next, uh, I wanted to talk about this
0: one here. Number three, Ohio State at Michigan State. Crossing my fingers that the game happens. Um, the line opened at 24 and a half. It's now down to 23 and a half, and I feel good about that number. Ohio State, uh, last year total. Uh, they were nine and five against the spread, but they were really hot in the regular season covering the spread. They did not cover at the end of the year against Wisconsin, and they did not cover against Clemson, I believe. Yeah, they did not. That's right. Uh, so they were nine and three in the regular season. This is a good Ohio State team. Why am I bringing up those numbers? Because they're only two and two against the spread this season. So. Because it's 23 and a half, I feel really good about this number. I think it should be 28 or 29. Uh, I think Ohio State's going to be really hyped up to play this game. And I, I just I, I just think it's it's, it's a good spot for them.
1: Man, you said it. Ohio State's going to come into this game with a chip on their shoulder, being yes. ranked
0: fourth. Right.
1: Michigan State's not bringing much to the table yeah. in this game. They are, what, three and five against the spread in their last eight as an underdog. But Ohio State beats bad teams bad. Yeah. It's not like Ohio State just goes out there. Like, Ohio State's not like a Clemson. When we Clemson plays bad teams, they just do. The Clemson just works on things. That's what Dabble is just trying to see. What can we do in this situation? No, no. Ryan Day on the field doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter. Th- uh,
0: think about this overreaction from Vegas, guys. Uh, Ohio State was a twenty-one point favorite against Indiana. Yeah, and now against a Michigan State team, it's only two and a half points higher. To me, that is a gross overreaction from Vegas. Yeah, and
1: I'm, I'm, I'm putting everything down on Ohio State. Chip on your shoulder game. I'm, I'm taking that heartbeat. All right, what's your game? My game, we have number five, Texas A&M Aggies. Seven-point favorite versus Auburn Tigers. Unranked Auburn coming off a bad, gross loss. But listen, they played the number one team in the country. I am backing the Auburn Tigers. Texas A&M in their last five against Auburn, one in four straight up. Texas A&M played the most boring game against LSU. It was If you play a game where your quarterback only throws 105 yards against Auburn, you will lose the game. Auburn is a live underdog here. I'm not taking money, line because I do think Texas A&M is going to win the game. But this will be a tough game. I do see there will be points of the game where Texas A&M is fighting for their lives. I'm not betting on Auburn. <laughs> it's, just, it's just bottom line. I'm not betting on Auburn. I know it was Alabama.
0: I get it. But even before Alabama, I, 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 don't, I don't think they looked good. I will say, that LSU game for A&M was ugly. And to me, I still don't understand after that game. How anybody has Florida behind AM. I don't care about the head to head. AM is regressing. They, like, their offense is regressing. Like, Mod did not look good. He looked horrible. I think he had like 20 incompletions in he, that yeah, game. he went
1: 11 for 34.
0: I mean, what are you doing? That's horrible. And they're lucky that LSU just has no identity right nothing. now. Nothing. They I don't mean, have no defense they and have offense. Nothing. I mean, LSU is a skeleton looks of themselves. lost on the football field. <laughs> just lost. Yes. Um, Largest, Uh, just a side note here, LSU I think is 29.5 point underdog to Alabama. Yeah. It's the largest uh, line being an underdog for a former national champion ever. I mean, just what has happened to you? Um, Jesus. But anyway, that's another story. I'm going to go ahead and roll with AM here, minus seven. I think the Mon can do enough to get back on track and cover the seven, and it's more of me just not wanting to uh, bet on Auburn. But honestly, I don't really want to bet on either of these teams. <laughs> I think AM's overrated. <laughs> I'm tired of it. It's like I remember uh, last weekend. I, I was I was in Ohio and I was in my fields because Ohio State. You know the game was canceled. I went to Ohio to to watch the game with my family. I was I was mad. I was on Twitter all weekend. Yeah. And eventually I was like, just randomly, I was like, man, I really hope LSU finds a way to beat down AM because I'm tired of hearing about them. You're like Miles, I, are you okay?
1: Like what's? <laughs> well, listen, uh, I'm so tired of this. You like, might, they're, they're overrated. A M always has that slip up game welcome welcome to the picture welcome. Auburn yeah bounce back game sure. huge letdown spot I would for love to A&M. see it because I
0: think Am's overrated but uh I'll I'll go ahead and side with am minus seven all right before we get into the NFL, let's go ahead and break for our sponsors
1: hey miles you know would be pretty cool if there's a social media app just for sports
0: you know Brad I was just thinking that like a social media app where there's a feed where you can post about your picks See what others are saying about the game, and you know how I
1: love to see how the lines move throughout the week. Well, you're in luck. Viget is the best social media platform just for sports. When you download Viget, use promo code Spread and create your account today.
0: And we are back for a rapid-fire NFL Let's session. Go. Uh, it's it's been an exciting NFL season, Brad. Yeah, um, very. You know there. It's, it's actually working out for them that, that, that we get an extra playoff team because yes. every team, uh, one through seven is going to be pretty competitive. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, we got a lot of big games here. The NFC West, we're, we're, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Pretty much today, we're talking about the <laughs> NFC West. Um, they've
1: been the most fun division to follow. Easy. Um, easily. So what do we have first? Uh, first we have the Buffalo Bills, one and a half point favorite traveling to not San Francisco, but Arizona to play, to play the San Francisco 49ers. Monday night football. Who you got? Weird
0: game. Uh, with the Bills up one and a half. I'll go ahead and ride Buffalo here and again I know I just said this about Auburn but I'm not betting on the Niners um I know that they're playing well but I I just the Bills actually impressed me against the Chargers they did last week because the Chargers played tough yes like really tough um and we've kind of been up and down on Josh Allen all year but I think the Bills are a legitimate playoff team and I think that this is essentially a money line I think they find a way to get it done I'm
1: on the Bills as well six and five against the spread I'm not betting on the 49ers. I'm not either. And they're not even at home. They're in <laughs> Exactly. It's it's a mess. The, the picture of Kyle Shanahan today was was him like he wasn't pouting, but you know he was frustrated because the season's not going the way it's we want it to go. Sure. And now they have to be uprooted from their home facilities. Right. What we got next? All right. Uh, NFC West. Los Angeles Rams, two and a half point
0: favorites at the Arizona Cardinals. This will be the uh, afternoon before. Uh, the Monday Night Football game. So we're going to get back-to-back games in Arizona. The Niners and the Bills are playing in AZ. Yep. And the Cardinals get a home game here at 4 or 5 p.m. Uh, Brad, there's just something about Kyler Murray that I'm not giving up on them. So okay. I'm, I'm taking the Cardinals here plus 2.5. I I know that the Rams are probably the better team at this point, and that Cardinals loss to the Patriots was so bad. It was
1: so bad. It was gross. But I'm not there, – there's
0: just – I've been picking the Cardinals – all year. So, I'm just sticking with them. I'm sticking with, I'm sticking with my guy, Murray. I'm liking that they're getting some points. uh, And coming off a really bad loss against uh, New England, I think it's a good
1: bounce back spot for him. I, I, I. Who do you like? <laughs> I'm not even thinking think about betting Arizona right now. Kingsbury cannot establish the run. But it's not like he even tries. This is not Texas Tech. If the run's not working in the first drive, you don't abandon it. What is he going to do? Mm-hmm. When Kyler is running from his life all game, from I don't see how Arizona can win this game. Kyler Murray's going to have to have the most heroic game of his life. All Goff has to do is not turn the ball over and the Rams win by at least three.
0: See, but this... Okay. I'm taking the Rams. No, no, no. I, I, I get that. But I, I'm just so tired of this. I, I'm so tired of... Uh, Goff is, is playing well all of a sudden, right? Yeah. Just magically. He's, he's just he's just playing well. And it's all McVay. I, 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 I'm still... Are you still convinced that Goff is actually a good quarterback? No. Like a good NFL quarterback? No. I, 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 listen, I'm, I'm just
1: asking. It's 100% like, McVay. It's – I just – That's why I said all he has to do is not turn the ball over.
0: And, and he's not turning the ball over right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Uh, it's,
1: so, uh, hopefully
0: I, I can get s- some mistakes from Goff. I'm, I'm really uh, sad that you're, that you're so down in Arizona. I, I, I get it. Like, I see what you're seeing um, where the play calling hasn't been there. And yeah. it's part of the reason why they just had that horrible loss against New England. Um but I'm <laughs> – Goff is not a good NFL quarterback, guys. McVay is just a genius.
1: Yeah, 100%. But, but I
0: got to hand it to him. He's not turning the ball over. He's finding, ways to, he's finding ways to win games, and all of a sudden, you know, the the Rams are back in the conversation for winning the division. Yep. Okay. Up next, we got the New Orleans Saints, minus 2.5 at the Atlanta Falcons. The Saints are coming off uh, maybe the easiest cover in NFL history, yes, I, I would probably easy. say. Uh, the NFL is a mess right now. COVID is just – I mean, I don't know, man. Denver should just be ashamed of themselves. I, I just don't understand why that game was played. Yeah, it was stupid. really I don't. Uh, it, it was it was just awful. Uh, Saints are favored by two and a half here. What happened with the Raiders against the Falcons last weekend? Oh my! I mean, the God. Falcons look like world beaters against a good Raiders team yeah. <laughs> that 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 took Mahomes to the wire twice and beat him once. Yep. The NFL is crazy. I Wild. mean, this is what I am saying, guys. Like week to week, it's absolutely insane. It's, it's insane. Uh, Anyway, having that said, I'm taking the Saints here, minus two and a half. I think Taysom Hill can continue to do enough to cover two and a half, right? (laughs) I'm
1: on the other side. (laughs) You're taking the Falcons. Uh, I picked this game. One or two reasons. Yeah. Falcons' run defense is actually very good. How many throwing touchdowns has Taysom thrown? Zero, right? Zero. <laughs> yeah, he's, I mean, he gets all of them on the ground. It's just too easy. Miles, Vegas never gives me anything this easy. You you think. You're saying the Falcons is too easy, right? Here. I'm saying the Saints is too easy. Two and a half versus the Falcons. <laughs> so, so you're saying Vegas is, is, is giving us a treat here, and, and, and you're, you're not going to fall for it. It's crazy. There's like some stat where like the Saints have won eight in a row or some crazy thing. They've never won nine in a row, and now they're going to the Falcons. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Here it is. Like, I'm taking it, but but also the run defense for the Falcons is very good. All right. Uh they get Todd Gurley back, who got to sit out for a week because he was unhealthy. <laughs> um, no Julio, probably, but I mean it's just that the Falcons run defense. If the Falcons can stop not scoring in the red zone and not let Taysom destroy them, I'm taking the Falcons. All right, let's
0: go ahead and end this thing, man. Uh we got the Oakland Raiders at the New York Jets. Uh, this was one of my games. We got Raiders, my say and a half. Speaking of the Raiders, give me the Raiders, my say and a half. Uh, they looked absolutely horrible against Atlanta last week. But guys, this is the NFL and the Raiders are a good team. They're going to find a way to get back on
1: track. And it's, it, it's the Jets. I'm taking the, G- J- just kidding. I'm not taking the Jets. I'm taking the Oakland Raiders. Listen, bounce back game. They were taken out of that game from the very so beginning. early. And you know, bounce back spot. The Jets are back. And I was like, oh my so God, bad. Man, get Sam Darnold back. there are going to so much better. Guess who bet on the Jets last week? This guy. Guess who regretted it Shameful. from the very start? I think they scored the first three points. And I was like, here we go, yeah. baby. And then nothing. They looked like trash the rest of the game. I'm taking Oakland Raiders for all of the money. This is my bet of the week. That's why I put it on there. I'm like,
0: listen, this should be a 10 or 11 point spread. It's 8.5, so yes. I love it. All right, before we depart yes. for, for the evening. Okay. Um. We were talking on Twitter earlier today. ESPN posted a great question: As a college football fan, what play do you wish you could erase from your memory? Yeah. And I thought, as an Alabama fan, that your answer was really interesting. You said
1: what, it's not the kick. What did six. you say? It's not the kick six. It's Deshaun Watson's final touchdown drive, that touchdown against Alabama in the national championship when they played in Tampa. And really, that throw changed the course of college football.
0: It did. I mean, that was going to be Bama's back second or yep. back-to-back wins against yep. Clemson, right? Which mm-hmm. would have been huge. Yeah. But Clemson finds a way to get that win. I mean, it's it, it's iconic uh, to Renfro, right? Yeah, it was over in the corner. Um, I could see that. I mean, did you feel that night that that you guys had that
1: game? I was no, not even a little bit. I was nervous. I was in Tampa for the game, sweating, dripping, and this drive. I'm like, we haven't stopped them. We can't do nothing. And then the drive happened. My heart broke. Listen, I talked to my auntie on the phone. Mm-hmm. She lives in Tuscaloosa. She's probably one of the biggest band fan, Jeremy. Yeah. Sweet little Christian lady runs Bible study. Like you matter. She's literally. Yeah. uh She said, "Bradley, listen, honey, (laughs) we can't win every game." (laughs) And I was like, "You're right," but I'm devastated. I turned around, went to the casino, and you know I wasn't changing my 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 attire. I was wearing all decked down Alabama. I had Alabama shoes on for Christ's sake, and played poker with these Clemson guys, the nicest guys. I think they just knew how beat up I was. Sure. We went up to go and take shots, and I'm just partying with Clemson people with tears running down my face.
0: <laughs> that's a really good story.
1: It's, yeah. As it's, a
0: Bam fan, I, I think it's so cute that they are on. I mean, that's really great advice for life. Yeah. Is that
1: you can't win them all. I'm going to tell it to my kids. But, cause Cause yeah. We're going to have a cha- time in our when Alabama's only winning like eight games. It, a season it, exactly. Like, you know it's oh, coming God. eventually. God. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, for me as a high
0: state fan, there's too many heartbreaking moments to count. Okay. Um, but I went with the game last year where um oh, yeah. the last play against Clemson when Chris Olave completely broke off his route. Um, because because if he doesn't break off that route, uh, Fields put put it right there. Yeah. And Olave was gonna catch it, and yep. we were gonna win the damn game.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but man, it gave me an idea for a really fun off season podcast. We'll do like top ten like heartbreakers or okay. like top ten you know. Moments in sports that... I don't know. There's... There's... There's something There's there. room there, yeah. Uh, but thanks for sharing. Dude, I was <laughs> Love Twitter.
1: Yeah, love... Twitter is...
0: As Get on Twitter. Segway. Yeah. It, it, if you guys are not on Twitter right now, do it for us. Yes. Let's get on there because Brad and I are on there talking all the time. Yes. Commenting on, on different sports questions, commenting on people's profiles and their comments and their questions. It's a yes. lot of fun. Get on Twitter. Start following some accounts that, that interest you. Follow all the sports accounts Follow, follow us. us. Follow <laughs> us. The
1: spread. Uh, get in the conversation. It's a lot of fun. Miles, follow us. Follow us. If you want to follow Miles, it's at Miles on Sports. That's at yes, Miles on Sports. If you want to follow me, it's at Mr. Brad Thomas. One more time, at Mr. Brad Thomas. If you want to follow the podcast, it's at What's the Spread underscore at What's the Spread underscore.